Welcome everyone, you are listening to and perhaps watching Hot Sauce Sports. I'm your host, Pease Dalrees. I am sitting to the hat adorning Terry Tam. Always hat adorning. We are socially distanced in a, a city that uh, unfortunately protested the wearing of masks. Oh, yes, add Montreal to the list of idiots. I saw that. I was driving downtown. I saw a bunch of people walking down the street. I'm like, okay, I'm like, is there a Black Lives Matter protest? But then I looked and they were all white. And then I realized I mean, that, that doesn't mean anything necessarily. No, you're right. But then I But usually when you see rallies with only white people. But then I realized there was no masks. There was no, nobody was wearing masks and they were all together. And then they all had signs saying, go oh, fuck yourself masks or whatever it was. And <laughs> I'm sure they all said, go fuck yourself masks. And, what uh, uh, and I realized that we have a problem in society that if you, you're told to do something, you don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. So to be clear, I uh, don't want to wear a fucking mask. Neither do I, I. don't want to <laughs> wear a fucking mask. And like, I don't want to have to walk into a fucking shitty restaurant, put on my mask, order at the counter, wait outside... Then go back inside to get my food. Put the mask, but I don't want to do that. But I'm doing it because I'm a fucking human being. Mm-hmm. So just fucking do it. You don't have to wear it on the street. And you don't even have to agree because all the mask says is I respect people who who think this is accurate and, this, and who agree with the science, which is a strange sentence in itself, by yeah. the way. That's like saying I agree with gravity. I land after I jump. But... The, there are people who agree with the science. There are people that uh, believe you should be wearing masks, which is most people. Yeah. Therefore, because I respect them, I will wear a mask. So I, there was a woman. I went to an ice cream shop uh, a couple weeks ago, and there was a woman in front of me, and I wasn't wearing a mask because the ice cream shop was like, kind of like outside. Mm-hmm. It's Kalem on Sherbrooke, and it was kind of an outdoors thing. So you don't really have to wear your mask outdoors. I wasn't close to this woman. She turns around. She's like, she starts like mumbling under her breath. Oh, no masks. No masks. Fucking shit. Fuck this. And I'm like, what the fuck is this girl's problem? I'm literally outside. There's nothing that's telling me, no government rule, nothing is telling me outside that I have to wear a mask. I'm walking by you. You're in open air. Why should I have to wear a fucking mask? I'm going to wear it inside when there's less fucking air circulation, less ventilation. And it's as prescribed by health officials in our government. Yeah. As, I mean, as weird as those health, health professionals are. That guy, Aruda, whatever his name is, he's a fucking weirdo. But he just, did take a picture at a party with no mask. With no mask. <laughs> just, and I mean, then again, Fauci. He's outside, but so it's fine, except it's also funny. It's also funny because Fauci posed for, I think it was GQ or something, mm-hmm. and he wasn't wearing a mask on the cover. So it's like all these weird things, like yeah. preach what you're told, basically. I mean, to be fair, you can't preach what catch coronavirus from a magazine cover as far as I know. Um, <laughs> but we'll talk We'll talk, Dr. Fauci in a sec. I want to talk about... Are we? He's on the script? He's on the script. You should read it once Dr. Well. Fauci is on the script? Absolutely. Why? Um, you'll is see that when we week? talk about it. Um, but it's actually sports related, too. I just um, is. There is... You know, there are there have been a lot of public breakdowns when you, when you see uh, situations related to the mask, but there's been no public breakdown quite as, let's say, impressive as this one. Eagle? Are we talking about the you clip? Wanna, the you first clip. it or just straight up? The first clip. The one that oh, allows yeah. you to click on so we see it. Yes, yes, yes. The one that allows you to find a better way to do this. <laughs> this is funny. Even move when Harriet Tubman. Well, Harriet Tubman never actually freed the slaves. She just had the slaves go work for other white people. Y'all, we leave it right now. 
So that's, know, the, that's the best part of the video is the girl. She's like, oh, we're just leaving. <laughs> she, didn't, she wasn't angry. She's like, okay, we're just going to To be fair, if Kanye was in town, I'd probably go. And my reaction to that sentence would have probably been identical. It's like, oh, okay, this no. much. Why? You know, like when you see like a car wreck, you just want to look at it. You know, like it's, why is there traffic? Why is there traffic? You drive by, there's a car accident. It's because the rubbernecks are out. They're all looking, right? But would this you stay, fucking, we're watching would you a car stay at the car wreck if Kanye was on fire at the car wreck? Yes. Okay. <laughs> all right. Because no, we, because as was, humans, we have a weird thing of wanting to see people get their heads chopped off. There was a statement put up, uh, by put out by Kim Kardashian West basically saying, yes, Kanye has bipolar disorder. He does shit that doesn't make any sense. I'm paraphrasing because it was written much nicer by the PR team. But he does shit that doesn't make sense. Well, are you we really assuming... shouldn't stigmatize mental illness, blah, blah, blah type of stuff. We should work so here's... him. And I'm thinking to myself, stop enabling him. Well, that's the thing. Because she's right. We shouldn't stigmatize him. Are you assuming that Kim Kardashian doesn't write her own press releases? <laughs> well, I... Can she write? I mean, she's like actually not that dumb of a human. Yeah, she's dude. actually in law school currently. No, no. Okay. Why do I know this? Okay, no, no. <laughs> I know that she's in law school currently. She has not looked at a classroom. Okay. I mean, she no paid, one has this COVID, bro. She paid the teachers, and four years from now, she's gonna take a picture with her fucking gown on, getting her diploma. Yeah. The point is, she's in law school. What have you done? <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Eagle. Um. The thing is, I like I I don't Go play Pokemon. I don't know. I, I don't know these people. I don't know celebrities. I don't pretend to know how smart or. You know whether they're smart or whether they lack intelligence, but I will say that it is right that if you know he does clearly have mental health issues and it shouldn't be stigmatized, but it definitely should not be enabled. This is how you find Lamar Odom in a crack house just outside Las Vegas because he's surrounded by enablers, and the Kardashians have been guilty of this this the, as long as they've existed as a public entity, and that they make money from having this stuff in the in the news and the press and. What I'm, what I, I, I'm at a point where I don't even want to laugh at Kanye anymore. No much that hurts. I, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sad because he's gonna end up completely alone in 15 he's, years. He's, um, it's sad because he's his graduation album is probably one of, my, one of my favorite albums of all time. I still go back to it and I listen to it. In and you didn't even graduate. And I didn't even graduate. Imagine. Well, neither did he. Right. That's the whole thing. And he, uh, and I just he was such a. I was such a Kanye fan before. Not that I'm not a Kanye fan anymore. It's just getting harder. It's just I'm, I want, and he's cringeworthy. So I've always been. He's cringy. I've man. always like, been. I just like, ah, I I've always been it, the one who said. I do. Yeah. I've always been the one you got to separate the artist from the art, right? Because you can love you can love the art and then think the guy was was a creep, right? Sure. Jerry Lee Lewis killed pe- killed somebody. <laughs> so and he was still famous for years and years and years. Um, that said. MJ. Didn't he also date his... <laughs> yeah, didn't MJ he also, was a pretty terrible person, as we saw in the last Didn't dance. he also date his underage cousin? Yeah, he married his underage cousin. But and anyway... He, and he's still... People still play his music. The, 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 the two where I'm finding it difficult is R. Kelly. His one song. I can't... I can't... I can't go on Spotify and search R. Kelly. I just can't do it. Um, I'm well, sorry. The Stuck in the Closet is the best three hours of your life you're oh, ever going to consume. Mr. Biggs. Mr. Biggs. Yeah, Biggs. that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love those songs. The best song. Is the stuck in a closet the video where he trapped, ap- it's trapped in a he closet? Apolo- closet yeah. He apologizes for not apologizing for He apologizes for banging a guy's wife that he didn't know who, who she was. So and it's ba- twenty two episodes. But he knew who the girl the guy was when he saw him. Mr. Biggs, man. It's a it's a great fucking song. I, I know it off by heart, but I, I have an awful voice, so I'm not gonna sing it. So um there's that and now but Kanye Kanye is getting there for me now. Check my message. 
when you say stuff, when you say stuff like slavery is a choice. Yeah. When you say stuff like Harry Tubman didn't save the slaves, and like just show, like why is he wearing um an army an, like a like a purple vest? vest? It's because um, he's showing support for the military. I, I guess. But he's probably gonna end up selling it for five hundred dollars. Yeah, it's an easy and brand. Make more money off easy it. brand. Um, a bulletproof vest. No, but th- like that's the thing. Th- yet this isn't the mo- This isn't even the the breakdown I was talking about, uh, Eagle. Um, I we don't have a visual for it because all of these tweets were taken down. But uh, last night, as uh, my wife and I settled down to watch uh, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle for no reason whatsoever. Um, have you had White Castle? It's delicious. I've had it once. It's pretty good. I, I mean, I've had the the frozen ones here, but it's I had it once in the states, and it's pretty legit. Yeah, pretty legit. Um, better than Dickens? No, they're just not. different. Different. Different, but not better than Dickens. Um, not preferable over Dickens. And so, where we are now, though, is Kanye then went on a rant, ripping a, a bunch, just ripping into the Kardashians and the Jenners, uh, basically saying that Meek Mill slept with. Uh, Kim Kardashian when they were supposed to be talking about prison reform uh, that he and you know he, he was referring kind of because also not in the clip that we showed is he wishes at times that he aborted Northwest his daughter um, it was heavy there's, there's a lot of heavy stuff there and that's uh, where I was like man I'd love to make fun of you Kanye but man I'm just sad right I'm now I'm sad because you know there's something going on there and I mean obviously we there's horror stories of people that suffered with bipolar disorder and it's like I don't want to make fun of the guy, f- but it's just, it's, he's too, I can't watch him anymore and I can't take him seriously because I f- really feel like he needs help. That said, there's one thing we can laugh at. Eagle, show this picture. This is, he used this to refer to his mother-in-law. Um, and mother-in-law and, and, and son-in-law relations can be tough at times. He referred to her as Chris John Young. Um, and of course, the uh, this is the funniest picture I've ever seen in my life. The internet is undefeated, <laughs> as always. Um, yeah, it's kind of it, for those not watching, listening on Spotify, do try and find this clip because. But, but Chris Kardashian, Chris Jenner, sorry, she she's like a a, a a CEO of a company. That's right. You can leave this up for the rest of the uh, the. Preview. And in the company, she has like five of the richest women in the world in mm-hmm. her company, mm-hmm. and it's like. So like a she's a, a North fuck, Korea of companies. Yeah, it? she's a CEO of a fucking multi-billion-dollar company where she sold her daughters for sex. Yeah, you're not yeah. wrong. I am not going to leave these up because just like uh, Jenner, oh, yeah. I want to sell our merch. Fair. Fair. Yes, we so have merch here. Um, feel you can. Order, how can people get their hands on this, Terry? Uh, send us a DM on Facebook on um, on Instagram, uh, Hot Sauce Sports. Uh, send us a message. I'll answer it and I'll deliver it personally if you're close enough. If not, then we'll take your address. There's just so much to untangle with the Kanye story. We didn't have a chance to get into the entanglements of uh, of uh, speaking of Kanye West. Will Smith and his wife. Uh, but speaking of Kanye West, he's we'd rather sell our merch. So make, make hot, hot sauce great make again. Hot sauce great again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or what is this one? Hot sauce over everything. Hot sauce over everything. So we have two different kinds. A bunch of t-shirts, hoodies. Hoodies, for 40 bucks. T-shirts, 25. Yeah. I, I have another idea from Rich. We'll talk about it after the show so nobody is steals it. Is it a penis pump? <sighs> I have no more ideas. And if you buy our merch, we'll give you a little taste of Mike's hot sauce. Oh, but yeah, for now, yeah. we'll give you a taste of the news. Terry, it's the news. How's it going? Mazel tov. Are you ready for the news? 
I am ready. So there's a lot of NFL topics actually this this uh, year. Oh, this sorry, this week, this year. Um, this well, this year too. It's been a heavy year for the NFL. But while we are on, like, it is Sports Eve. Please don't tell me it's Colin Kaepernick. Sports, no, it's not Colin Kaepernick this time. Um, it's another racism story, though. It's Woody Johnson of the the uh, the Jets. Uh, some some um, stories have broken that during his time as the ambassador to the UK. Uh, People felt uncomfortable because he was making um, racially insensitive comments uh, fairly frequently um, and sexist allegations as well. Um, that was for me, uh, Eagle, that wasn't in the soundbite column, so I don't know why that's on the screen. Oh, it's okay. It's fine. We're still good enough. I want to read it. Racism and sexism. There's, there's one thing I want to I draw your attention to there, Terry, specifically. In 2018... did Dante with murder somebody? Nope. I don't believe so. I think it's the wrong... Did he? Yeah. Eagle, look up if Dante Stallworth killed Dante somebody. Dante Stallworth ran somebody over in uh, Vegas and never went to jail for it. Okay. In 2018, ahead of an event for Black History Month, commonly marked uh, at U.S. embassies yeah. around the world, Johnson appeared agitated and asked if the audience would be a whole bunch of black people, uh, according to one source. So that's 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 that was reposted by Dante Stallworth. This wasn't him, the source. Uh, Eagle, are we quoting a murder? Uh, he struck and killed a pedestrian while driving his car in the eastern end of the M- MacArthur Causeway in Miami Beach, Florida, in March 2009. Okay, so yes, he killed somebody. And he was charged with DUI manslaughter. Yeah. Oh, he was manslaughter. And he was released from county jail after serving 24 of a 30-day sentence. Well, manslaughter, 24 of a 30-day sentence. There you go. That's crazy. Okay. All right. There you and go. a thousand Money. hours of community service, so he definitely helped. He probably just he, his lawyer probably made it seem like he anything he did with his football team. Was probably community service. So, anyway, whatever it is what it is. Let's not talk about murderers. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, unfortunately, us. the first thing that I thought when I read this was, well, I'm not surprised. You know, like it, his it, name's Woody Johnson. His name's Woody Johnson. I mean, like he's born in a time where you could call someone Woody and it didn't mean penis. Yeah, like, what, what did it mean? What's it short for? Like, what's the nickname of Woody? Like, Woodward? We, we know Dick is for Richard, which I don't know why. That's a good point, actually. Why is Dick Richard? Because they're a bunch of dicks. Also, was Little Richard just a dude who is has a Is Richard dick? the definition of a bunch of dicks? No. If, oh, if, you know how you have, like, a, a murder of crows? A Richard of dicks. A Richard of dicks. A yeah. dicks of Richard. When you, have <laughs> lots of, when you have lots of dicks in one area... It's a Richard it's, of dicks. It's a Richard of dicks. That makes sense. Yeah, makes absolutely. Sense. Um, yeah, so I wasn't surprised by this. The one thing I am curious about, um, as we hear this story uh, and, and how this relates to the, to the Jets, and we're going to talk about uh, Dan Snyder as well, is we've seen teams taken away. We saw Donald Sterling um, taken... Lose his lose his team, the LA Clippers, and the reason he lost the team to, to or was forced to sell the team to Steve Ballmer, is that there was going to be an NBA players protest, and because the players and and uh, and Adam Silver have a much better relationship than basically any other players group, and and the commissioner, and the commissioner they averted an entire crisis and they forced out the owner. The players had that much power to be able to force out an owner. Woody Johnson's not going anyway. Yeah, so that's what I was gonna say. The NFL is all about the shield and protecting the shield. I think this is one example where, again, 
much like we, we fully expect Dan Snyder to keep his team, we fully expect Woody Johnson will Dan, keep his. Dan Snyder's not going anywhere. He's changing the name. He's not going anywhere. Woody Johnson yeah, but is not going. Most recent well, wait, wait, wait. That's yeah. later in the yeah, script. Okay. Eagle. Everyone needs to be descriptive at least once. They're both not going anywhere. Regardless of script or scandal, <laughs> they were both not going anywhere. We will see Dan Snyder for years to come until he decides to sell the team. That needs to be the name of your memoirs when you write it. Regardless of script or scandal <laughs> by Terry Tam. <laughs> um, Terry, you actually wrote an article about this, and you can ca- catch this on hotsaucesports.ca. Antonio Brown retires again. Again. So I, I'm confused with Antonio Brown. I think everybody's confused. I think Antonio Brown's confused. I think that Antonio Brown, uh, just like Kanye West, needs to seek some help. Absolutely. He retires now. So he did this thing last year during the season where every Wednesday or so, he would just send out a tweet to get attention because the, the week is about to start. So he And we gave it to him. We covered him every week. Every single fucking week. By the way, week. thank you for the foundations of Hot Sauce Sports. We're now growing largely thanks to Antonio Brown yeah, to and Antonio his Antonio Brown, exactly. So we decided that we're going to cover him, and he was newsworthy, and I think everybody decided to cover him too. Except on the reasons. field where he couldn't be covered. Exactly. So he's he's the best player to not be in the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. He's the, probably still today one of the best receivers in the NFL, top five. I've never seen, personally, I've never seen a receiver who's capable of creating the separation that yeah. he created so late in the route. Ocho was pretty good too at that. Ocho was very good. Yeah, absolutely. But Keenan just very good. at the absolute top of the route where a guy's with him on his hip and then a guy disappears. Fun from fact, the Ocho and AB actually trained together. So that makes sense. Yeah, there you go. Well, they're both from Miami. Um... So uh, with Antonio Brown is that he this, he retired last year supposedly and then he retires again now because he's not getting the offers that he wants. I don't think he's gotten any offers now that I think well, about so, it. Well, so and here's Marcellus Wiley actually had a, a take as to why he's not receiving any offers, Terry. Uh, so let's take a look at that video. Far down in semantics, but I don't separate the two because okay. uh, the person comes before even the player, understanding that in our profession that they're looking at you as a player mm-hmm. first but the thing is to be that player you have to put that helmet on that person mm-hmm. so i'm going to combine those and say i do feel sorry for him um i see him out here searching right now and i wish it was soul searching because soul searching would make you sit down uh kind of steal your environment quiet down all of your actions and really do some inner reflection i don't see that for him i see from him more of a Searching for an identity, searching for love, searching for a peace that he can't get. And Goodell is probably sitting there knowing that teams are waiting, salivating to sign Antonio Brown as soon as he gets a suspension. But Roger Goodell's like, I know what contrition looks like. Mm -hmm. And this ain't it. That rap album, that video I saw, that's not the look of a guy who's trying to walk back into the NFL, the shield, not individual teams, the shield. That's not what we want to reflect and represent our brand. So when I see Antonio Brown right now, I see a guy who really looks fractured on the inside mm-hmm. that always thought he was the best person to this world when he was a wide receiver, not just a man, not just a father. So I look at a guy that who's just trying to go out there and figure out his way. And Goodell's like, help me Perfect. help you, Perfect. brother. If you want to come back into the NFL, I will give you a suspension. I will give you a timeline as soon as I see that you are willing to do the actual rehab and work. 
So living with Tom Brady for a week and then begging to go to Tampa and to Bruce Arians slam that down, uh, working out with Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, going to country prime and prime times home, all of that is cool. But none of them can check the most important box. Are you ready? And as we have seen in our own careers and our lives, mentoring other people, if they're not at that place where they're ready, no matter what you do to service them, they won't get over so that let me ask So. So he, he's 100% right because the thing is Antonio Brown is looking for something. Maybe he's looking for an identity. I think he, he's, he's, so, he's so entitled that he thinks that everybody owes him something because he's the best. But you don't realize that you're only as good as your last action, your last snap, whatever it was. For him, his last action was yelling at his, at his, at his, mother, at his baby's mother, calling her a fishbowl and yelling her across the street, calling the cops to get her off his property and then threatening the cops that came on his property to help him. Mm-hmm. So there's something not right there. Asking to be released from the Raiders because they didn't want, they, they, they basically told, no, sorry. They asked him to be released. They released him because he didn't want to wear his fucking helmet. That's not approved for his safety. And then he goes to the fucking Patriots and he, ber- and he uh, allegedly sexually assaults a woman and then berates her via email and then berates her online. You, 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 he didn't help himself in any way. And everybody else's, it's everybody else's fault and he's yeah. done nothing wrong. So the thing is, he's entitled. He's the a thing prick. Is, he's an actual prick. Um, the Antonio Brown stuff was funny until it wasn't, right? Exactly. It's, it's similar to the Kanye conversation we just had. Um, but once it got to the point where we found out, oh, this guy just treats everyone like shit, um, it stopped. It stopped it being funny. Um, so that definitely was that definitely was worrisome. Um, and and then now you see him being unsigned. The NFL seems in no hurry to get him to the point where uh, they're going to give him the suspension so that he can get back on the team. I mean, he has to get back on a team first to get suspended. What team is going to give him a chance? Well, but that's the thing is, who's going to take a chance signing him when you don't know what the suspension is? You know what I mean? So, like, it's, it's sort of like somebody a casualty, too. Somebody is going to have to take a risk. I don't think anyone will. I think the Patriots the thing The thing is... The is Patriots would do it. As fantasy guys, as people who play fantasy sports, we tend to overvalue receivers tight ends, running backs, where they don't have the same impact on winning NFL games as the offensive line, defensive line, um, and a lot of special teamers you'll never hear about. Mm -hmm. But look, obviously having Antonio Brown is great. But I remember a Las Vegas oddsmaker saying once, a star NFL receiver gets hurt, it affects the spread by 0.5 points. A left left tackle gets hurt, it affects the spread by 6.5 points. A quarterback... Uh, gets hurt depending on the quarterback it's even greater so I mean obviously it's it's a luxury to have Antonio Brown it's also not necessary to win it's not a necessity because the thing is there's so many in the NFL now it's unless you're the top which Antonio Brown is it's it's receiver or running back by committee and yeah. we see it often where you know you have three or four decent receivers good receivers and you're successful enough you know what I mean we saw yeah. it, we saw it with the Niners last year they didn't really have a crazy number one receiver. They had Marcus Goodwin, but that was pretty much it. The uh, Wes Welker syndrome. Fit a guy in your slot. Oh, I thought his. I thought his syndrome was CTE. Wes Welker is the ultimate. I played for the two, arguably the two best quarterbacks of all time, and I'm going to get a free ticket to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. With Wes Welker. I was still mad that the Dolphins traded him, though. I thought he was very talented. Well, he was talented, but he was wasn't not not even nearly as good as he was with Manning, and and he wasn't even as good as Julian Edelman is. Exactly. <laughs> Um, the the NFL players that are returning, uh, unlike Antonio Brown, 
are starting to share some concerns. We saw Russell Wilson come out. We saw uh, a plethora of guys come out um, and voice their concerns. And I don't think... I, I think that the reaction to this is a lot of people on Twitter screaming, shut up, you play a game for a living. But I think it's just normal to expect from your employer a set of guidelines for your return to work. It's their job. Do they have the same agent by any chance? Who? Like, uh, th- th- that was a PR Wilson. stunt, right? Oh, Multiple 100%. high athletes posted the, almost the same, uh, same thing time. at almost the same time. Same that's, a, that's a stunt. So mm-hmm. someone coordinated that. Yeah. So do they have the same agent? Highly doubtful. Because they're all too high Who level. came up with the idea to no, do that's it? all Drew Rosenhaus. They probably Rosen all got House. together. Well, imagine they're all Drew Rosenhaus. It's possible. Well, I check into that, actually. So it's Hopkins, Russell Wilson, Mahomes. Uh, but, but the, the Russell N- Wilson and Mahomes don't have the same agents. So the NFL has been lax yeah. on on coming up with... And the thing is, they have the benefit of being last, right? Like we've said on the show, week in, week out. They have, they have the benefit of going after all the other sports return. Yeah, seeing, However, seeing how everybody else is going to make mistakes and they're not going to repeat the same But ones. But you're opening camps and you don't have set guidelines for, for return uh, to play. But they have a, do have a guideline that if you do play a full game of football for three hours and you spit and beat each other up, but you can't swap jerseys at the end. They Correct. do have a protocol on that. <laughs> Correct. Right? You're not allowed to swap jerseys. It is highly infectious. But players haven't seen these alleged... Uh, Helmets that have the integrated mask. They haven't seen them yet. Okay. They haven't. They, they, there's no clear indication about whether they can play in stadiums or whether it's going to be hubs like uh, like the NBA. A model which, by the way, looks like it's working amazing. Yeah. Uh, the, the NBA looks like it's ready to go with zero positive tests, which I'm kind of suspicious about. Zero. They've had zero. The last testing was at zero. I thought they had. I thought somebody no, no. got uh, somebody right now. Cur- like the yesterday's, the most recent test oh, was wow. zero. Wow, that's pretty. So good. they had guys that tested, but the uh, NHL has had a few guys. I think Austin Matthews got the yeah. disease. But that's they were like a couple of weeks behind the NBA. Yeah. So like early testing is because they haven't. It's tests that reflect the pre-bubble environment. But the NHL did it a little differently. Than the NBA does. The NHL did it that okay, you can have your own camp. We're doing phase one, phase two, phase three, then phase four. Where the NBA is like, okay, everybody just go to Disneyland and then we'll start your practices from there. Yeah. So the NBA, the NHL did a little differently where they're still at home. So they're still more exposed. So I get it. But, and at the end of the day, as long as we get to watch some fucking sports, I can make some money. That's all. Hey, that sports Eve, man. Sports are back tomorrow. What do you mean? Tomorrow night. We have, MLB uh, opens. who? MLB. MLB. MLB, opens oh, MLB. Okay. I was like, what are you saying? I've been, I've been so hard for baseball right now. I, I don't watched know a pre, an exhibition game. Fuck out of here. I swear to God. And I was like, I've just been watching golf. It was uh, Diamondbacks versus oh, fuck, Dodgers, I think it was. Yeah. And I was like, why am I doing this? But baseball is... I'm literally starved for sports. So I don't know about you guys in your softball leagues there, but are they not allowing like double plays and stuff like that? Um, they're not allowed no stealing. stealing for us. Which is so weird. I've actually only played a it's single game. It's because they don't want to create additional moments of contact of other contact. than on, on hits. Right? Un- unnecessary contact, yeah. I guess. Uh, it makes yeah. sense. I even saw an umpire calling strikes from the pitcher mound instead of being behind the catcher. Because there's two people, right? Catcher and batter. Uh, so instead, he's like, shoot. I'll put myself behind the pitcher. I thought that was only because it was only so one stupid. up for that game. No, there was two. Oh, okay. That's which why was, I was like... Which is okay. actually... You could probably get a better angle. Yeah, but you don't get height. You don't get the, the whole thing. You get well, a you distorted height. height. Yeah, but you get a distorted it. angle like you do on the mound where you're sure something's a strike and it's not. I mean, it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... That's with baseball coming back. Anyway, we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, but we're still on the NFL. Um, the latest in these, and now we, we turn to Dan Snyder. Um, yeah, he wouldn't lose the, the team for protecting uh, the team name he was so fond of. But more recently, and, more, and something of greater severity, 15 women accused former Redskins employees of sexual harassment. 
And you know it's true because when the newspapers call and say, do you have any NDAs with these women? And they go, no comment. And then you ask, well, then you'd be willing to waive any NDAs for any of these women if they had one, right? And they go, no. Well, then you know they have them. Uh, it's true. That's a very good point. Yeah. It's, um, it's pretty fucked up. It's a, it, the Redskins it's a environment up, is completely toxic. We live in a fucked sorry, up the world. Washington, I don't know why now I'm calling them the Redskins, by the way. We I haven't done it for years. We live in a fucked up world where you can literally pay somebody and make them sign a contract and not say that they got raped by you. Yeah. Technically, that's not allowed. They're not enforceable if because it's, it's too criminal. criminal act. So here's the, here's the other thing. Most, but it's not a crime to the, harass someone. Right? Most NDAs... First of all, it is a crime to harass it's someone. Not, it, no. It, it's Absolutely. Absolutely. It's it's debatable. Yeah, depends on what. Depends on how. I mean, okay, what's you can lose your job, you can lose money. Okay, so as but an you example, can't go to jail. Let's say, for let's say, because unless it becomes threatening, physically. Well, that's threatening. what I'm saying. If you threaten someone, yeah, but you're not different. threatening. No, them. if if Terry calls his employee a piece of shit every single day for the next month, he can't. That's not a crime. I can get fired. But if you, you you make him sign a contract saying you can't tell anyone, I told I told you this every single day. Well, here's yeah, the other thing. Yeah. NDAs are largely unenforceable in a legal case. I agree. So um, whether or not you sign them, if this does come to light, all you're doing with an NDA is trying to scare the person who's. Yeah, but if it. you're the Washington Post, and I'm pretty sure they've seen the NDAs or have had lawyers yeah. take a look at them, and they're like, "Yeah, we can't reveal your name even if you wanted to, or the whole stuff just for actions uh, to be pressed against you." But one person didn't have one, and that's how this whole thing started and so All like it takes is one the thing is terry we have we have <laughs> what gives me credence to this is when you've been so steadfast in de defending your team name he's using big words again despite <laughs> I, hey i try to teach you a word every show <laughs> um, with them being so steadfast on them maintaining their team name regardless of who was hurt by it does seem like the same kind of organization that would not allow people to come forward despite how they've been hurt. That's a very good point. So it doesn't it's not a great look for you as an organization when you're you're the same organization that did this. You know what I mean? It, we, it's obvious that the Wash the Res R words are the Red Wolves. Hopefully they choose that. Nice I love the Red Wolves. I think name. it's a Sentinels, good Sentinels, the new one. DC Sentinels. I have a friend who's like he's like, What the hell's a red wolf? Doesn't it exist? I it say. does actually exist. I, I Google it, I'm like, it's here. <laughs> it's a wolf that's It's not actually red, but it's a red wolf. Well, he has like um they, golden, they have dark not golden. yeah it's kind of like a dark like burgundy yeah. trim to his hair but that's pretty much all it is but, but yeah, whatever it's a, it's cool a fucking sick name and sick uniforms from the the prototype also i mean your friend is he saying that a redskin existed <laughs> like is that his defense <laughs> no no he doesn't care he doesn't care what they change it to um but he's saying at least pick something real and i had to show it to him he's like okay well but sports are back terry dr fauci is set yeah, to throw like a german shepherd yeah, it does actually. And a gray wolf is what you saw in Lord of the Rings. Correct. Um, Dr. Fauci is set to throw out the first. Coyotes. Dr. Fauci is set to throw out the first pitch. You guys have to listen to the show as well. No, <laughs> no. Um, for the Washington there. Nationals, um, a team not named for the color of people's skin. Um, also in Washington, isn't it though? I mean, <laughs> maybe the Washington. Isn't it though? The Washington Nationalists. <laughs> It's pretty close. Yeah, it's, they should take the team away and send them to Montreal. It's pretty close. Pretty close. I feel like heard that story before. So, Dr. so does Fauci, Fauci wear a mask, though? He, I think he should he wear a mask. To. He to, has to. to troll people, he should wear a mask. Two is, do you think he gets it to home plate? So the guy's a tiny If you're Dr. Me. Fauci... He's tinier than Aldouve. You you can't fuck up the first pitch, right? Because, like... like it this can't is be worse than 50 Cent, though. Already, oh, no, people, already people are doubting you because... 
a crazy president who has no background in science is saying that you're making shit up. Um, so <laughs> if you bounce a pitch, that means you know nothing about science. Exactly. In the world we're living in. And now, I can't wait for him to fucking bounce the pitch or to fuck it up and then Donald Trump's just going to roast him. <laughs> roast him. And then if he doesn't, Donald Trump will still roast him. Exactly, yeah. I mean, fuck. It, it, this whole Fauci thing is a, is a circus, man. It's a if you fucking can't throw circus. a ball, how can you solve a pandemic? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, there's nobody that knows more about baseball than I do. I lived in New York. Steinbrenner's great guys. All right. <laughs> Three things you shouldn't be proud of. I yeah. wish him well. <laughs> I know him well. Me, him, and Epstein were good friends. I mean, only, uh, <laughs> only, only the Steinbrenners. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, wh- what's your bet? Do we make a hot sauce bet here? Do you, think, do you think Fauci bounces it? I think he bounces it. All right. I'm going to take the side. Yeah, unless, I, unless I find out on the next day. That he somehow played little league for. He's got to be practicing constantly for this. Thing. I highly doubt he gives like, a shit. If you if you got a chance to throw the first pitch, there's no way you're like we're guys. We have ego. All we're gonna do is practice. I would try. I would. I would go. I would practice. I would not stop practice. I would practice that morning for like an hour, and that's it. No, I would do it for like a month. Because like, you know how when you're nervous for an exam, mm-hmm. you just want to get it over with. Yeah, that's how I. Do. Yeah, but see, I'm the the. Like this, is the only thing that got me through school was tormented that I'm not doing enough to get through it. That makes sense. That's that's the only thing that got me through school is not doing anything until I needed to. Exactly. <laughs> when you need to is when the MLB calls you, say you're throwing the first. Yeah, but then I'm really good at it. <laughs> um, and with that, we see. Let's take a look at how the Astros have begun with their summer camp. It's not spring training; it's summer camp. This is loaded. Nowhere to put him, and you got to come in and challenge him. Where do you hit it from the inside? And on the arm. Everywhere on the inside. Throw yeah. on the inside or outside corner all the time to get guys. Oh, the right ball has such right life. Now. We saw it right there. It hits him. I, I took a bet. I took a bet. Lopez is so upset. Look at him. The first one, he's like, oh, okay, okay. Next, immediate next batter. Look how look how upset he is about missing his pitch. He's like, oh, really trying to sell oh, it. Darn, oh, darn. Darn. So I love that the world, despite a global pandemic, despite uh, you know worldwide protests, people didn't forget that the Astros are fucking cheaters. Some of the comments, though, were it wasn't his fault. His pitches were all over the place that night anyways. And I'm like, well, I'm happy it hit them. Also, it's so like when it, people say no, that, no, it's, not, it's not his fault. Altuve didn't get the message in his ear that he was going to get a breaking ball. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, he, he didn't hear the can. He, he didn't, didn't have it. Yeah, he didn't have it. I've heard, I've heard from high-level pitchers that... You might lose your grip on a breaking ball. You never hit someone with a fastball by mistake. It just doesn't happen. Yeah. If it you're good. Just, if you're a professional. If you're a professional baseball pitcher. player, <laughs> yeah. like you might hit it on a breaking ball, like a slider, are, an off-speed pitch, uh, a slider, maybe a curveball, maybe it comes too high. You might clip him. But a fastball, you're hitting corners. From, I, I'm, I have it on record from a, a championship-winning university pitcher who constantly hit another university player that we know very well. It is never a mistake. <laughs> it is never a mistake. And in that case, I probably do not doubt that it wasn't a mistake. Terry, we have a new segment that we're debuting today. Hopefully, this continues and we'll get imaging if it does. We do. But it's called Making Enemies because Hot Sauce Sports is making enemies. I will oh, read yeah. out I will read out uh, the hate mail that we got. And we will then, of course, make fun of it because we have egos and we're very sensitive. Yes. Can we just take a moment to be like, guys... We made it. We have <laughs> haters. Yeah, yeah, we do actually. We have a few. Because of them. sports media is a world where people just can't agree. But even though we don't care if you agree with us, we like we like I like doing I like talking to them but very nicely. 
Mm-hmm. And so there was this one guy that uh, that responded to one of my articles. It was uh, when Conor McGregor retired. I said, Conor McGregor retires, dot, 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 maybe. Mm-hmm. It was during the whole pandemic thing. And then this guy responded is like, oh, this guy, the guy wrote the article, doesn't know what he's talking about. It's he's clear, uh, McGregor's clearly lying. And then I responded. I said, yeah, that's why in the article, in the title, it says maybe. And then he said, yeah, because the guy uh, probably, uh, the guy changed it because I said so. I'm like, well, I'm, I'm the guy. The guy <laughs> and I didn't change and it. I didn't change it. <laughs> you should have just answered dot, dot, dot. And he's like, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay. And then we went back and forth and he's a fan. He's a I fan. But you guys, what I really hate is when people buy our merch. That really yeah, it oh, really yeah, bothers really me. Hate it, yeah. it really, so Austin you Joseph, hate us and you wear it. Austin Joseph, if you wear our t-shirt, you are a fucking asshole. Um, you are a fucking asshole who said hot sauce sports is the kind of people that train the ufc making fun of us uh for putting up a poster an internet poll where one of the fighters was an mma fighter but not a ufc yeah, fighter so fedor is like the best <laughs> fighter to never fight in the ufc and okay we made a mistake duke when he put his graphic up i want alex and alex the intern and i sent it and we put ufc fighters it's an honest mistake. Also, if you if you actually saw us, which you can each week on YouTube, on Facebook, you can see us constantly. You would know that we don't look like the people who train UFC. I look like I train for the Beer Olympics. Um, no, but, the, but the Terry thing. looks like he trains for the Narcissism Olympics. Yeah, but people say the people that say that this this joke is a very it's a very. Uh, common internet thing yeah when people talk about mma fighters it's like i train ufc it's like ufc isn't a sport it's a league it's like saying i train nhl NFL. Yeah. yeah you know what i mean so it's like i get what he, the joke that he made it was actually funny when i read it so i didn't really respond but he's an idiot but <laughs> i will say so all this is because of alex the intern fucking up the graphic uh no dude uh, I'll, oh, t- no, alex the I'll take 10 percent of the responsibility I'll give Duke ten percent of the responsibility, but Alex the intern's got eighty percent. That's it. Eighty percent. All his fault. Fired? Does he fired? I uh, know. We'll keep him on a bit. <laughs> we'll keep yeah. him on because his employment is not paid. Exactly. Well, um, I'm be, I'll be sending him gear. So Alex, you're getting your gear soon. But make another mistake. No more gear. Then you owe us gear. Exactly. Then you got to make gear and send it to us. Uh, Russ Amber replied to you, Terry. The Russ Amber. I had to correct your typo because you probably would have said his name wrong. Okay. Probably. Because <laughs> you you put Abner. As, you put as Abner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Russ Amber uh, said. You say I know nothing about combat, and then you want me to come on your po- podcast? Well, I guess I should be flattered. So, the, uh, just to give people context, Russ Amber is like the king of boxing in Montreal. At one point, he was he owns uh, Rival Boxing, the the company, and he he was a promoter. He was in Otis Grant's corner when he fought Roy Jones. He was a big name in boxing for a long time. Works for TSN. So I follow him on Twitter, and uh, he wrote something. He wrote uh, chokes and arm bars are they disgust me because uh, a girl. Uh, tapped out another girl in the UFC last weekend by armbar, and he chokes. But it wasn't, and, it which, by the way, it was knee bar technically. It was a knee, sorry, knee bar. Yeah, and yeah, it was the bar. best fight of the, the card. And it was on an, top of that, and it was an amazing knee bar. Yeah, it was an amazing knee bar, and and he has no idea what happens on the ground. So he starts saying this, and I'm like, listen, I go, the fact that you 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 think you're a combat sports guy and you think this is disgusting, like you have no idea what you're talking about. And then right after, before that, I said, come on, the hot on hot sports to talk about it. So he responded to me, and he wrote any time. And then he realized that I responded again because I responded to him twice. And then he's like, wait. He's like, you say I know nothing about combat and then you ask me to be on your podcast? Well, come on. Should I be flattered? Then he, I'm like, well, yeah, if you want to come on, we could talk about it. And then he's like, uh, he's like well, he said something. And I said, well, I mean, I boxed when I was a kid at Ring 83, the gym that he owned or he was a manager of. And then he's like, when did you box and what's your name? I'm like, I'm not, DM me. And I'll give you that information. And he said, I'm not going to DM you. Just give me the info. I said, okay. I boxed, Why don't you give me your social security too? I boxed from 1999 to 2001 there. And I'm not giving you my name on Twitter. And then he went silent. 
So, Hopefully we can get Russ on because I think this is a big misunderstanding. I would love to talk to him about boxing. He's a very knowledgeable guy. And I'd love to fan the argument. I'd like the flames to rise higher and higher I'd between you and Russ. I'd love and it. I would like the retweets and exposure. Exactly. Yeah. So honestly, Russ Amber, if you're serious about it, we can change your nickname to Russ Anytime Amber. For now, you're Russ No Time Amber. And we have our guest on the show. No time like the present to get to it. We have Tristan uh, Gosia Norris coming on with us. Future Concordia University, D. Lyman. We're going to talk to him. This show is brought to you by Mike's BBQ Rub, home of the best rubs in town and La Sauce Barbecue Sauce. Peace. Just like Robert Kraft, I can't resist a good rub down, and Mike's Barbecue Sauce is the best rub down in town. So visit Mike's BBQ Rub, MTL.com, and use Hot Sauce 10 promo code for 10% off on all individual bottles. That's Hot Sauce 10 for 10% off. And don't forget to rub your meat peas. Oh, Terry, that was so much news. <laughs> all of the news. I can't believe we got through all of it. Uh, now, of course, we are joined by uh, former Champlain College uh, football star and now uh, Concordia University football recruit, uh, Tristan Gosianoris. Uh He joins us courtesy of Mike's Barbecue Rub. Yes. Uh, they, their slogan is, of course, Terry. Don't, don't forget to rub your meat. Yeah. Have you rubbed your meat today? I rubbed my I rubbed my meat a few times today. Actually. Eagle, is the reason you're late that you rubbed your meat? I am not going to confirm nor deny, but there's a possibility there was meat involved and a rub involved. <laughs> Tristan, as a uh, university football player, we start at the only place we can. Uh, how do you feel about the concept of rubbing your meat? <laughs> Love it. All for it, man. All for it. Yeah. <laughs> All it. for it. Pro rubbing mm -hmm. meat. Pro mm -hmm. rubbing meat. Um, or is he a meat rubbing pro? Or a pro at rubbing meat. There we go. Am amateur athlete because it's college, <laughs> but pro at rubbing meat. Uh, Tristan, how's, how's it going, dude? It's going good, man. How are you? Good, good. Um, so how's, how was everything when it comes to uh, recruitment and all that? Uh, we saw that you uh, signed on with Concordia University. Your first uh, football season is set to be fall, question mark. Uh, but given all the things that happened uh, with coronavirus and the pandemic, uh, how did that affect uh, the university recruiting? Uh, well, for me, it didn't affect a lot because I was getting recruited back out of my first year of CJ football. Mm -hmm. So for me, like I had already done all my visits. So for me, it was OK. Uh, but I know for a lot of guys, like visits now became virtual. So it became uh, really complicated. Mm hmm. And you're going now. You're going to Concordia. Um, obviously, you're gonna have to fight for a position over there. I don't know who's in line. I used to know who was there, but who's on the D line right now? Um, right now, there's. I mean, we're not a lot of D linemen. Like we're a lot of O line and all that. I'd say we're. I'd say a solid twelve to fifteen uh, D linemen. Okay. But I'm a defensive tackle, so I mean, we're around like six, seven guys. Yeah. Um. See, I'm at the bottom of the food chain. I'm a rookie coming in out of a D3 college. Like, even though I have a lot of awards to my name, um, I got to fight for my spot, and I'm all for it, man. Like, so we, like, all the we didn't have the best basically. defense last year. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's college football. It's yeah, Canadian football, so third downs is mostly punt. That's a joke. So <laughs> I'm going to – but, you know, honestly, I'm going to try. I mean, whatever happens, happens. I do like I do like that he he pulled the most peas thing ever and like was just like oh yeah also I have all these awards <laughs> I have many many uh, leather bound books my apartment smells like rich mahogany um, Tristan but, but Tristan how, how, how sorry sorry peas how tall are you I'm only six foot actually like, and you, I, and you you don't weigh three hundred sixty five pounds 
No, uh, well, no, not anymore. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say because that's what you were listed at. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. I was late. I, I where on on uh, I'll find it. I was just googling. You just did like okay, watch some videos and stuff. So the I'll thing find with, it. I was like, it just makes no sense. The thing with Canadian university and CJP, <laughs> you don't have to agree, Tristan, but like you can agree spiritually and in, in mind to not get you in trouble. Um, they inflate a lot of players' heights and weights. Um, but I was I'm thinking, even if it's a typo. Let's say you're uh, are you probably 265, right? Is that where you're weighing in at now? Uh, right now I'm weighing at around like 280. I'd say it's probably 280. Yeah, Champlain has them at six, yeah. uh, six foot one eighth of an inch for some stupid so reason. So six two, congrats. And 290. Yeah. 290, okay. There you <laughs> Thank go. you. I, Where'd I, you get 370? I'll find the link. I was, I was, I had to look twice. I 365 is massive, though. Like yeah, that, yeah. No, but, but big it was, for uh, NFL. It, it didn't make sense because I was also watching a highlight video. I'm like, okay, he's. His bench is 365, you idiot. <laughs> was that it? Yes. Was I that blasted <laughs> where I fucking. Was I looking at it? It's so high, and I'm like, fuck, it, it's his weight, 365? High production standards here at Hot Sauce Sports. Remember to watch, <laughs> like, and subscribe. Please, <laughs> I had too much Mike's barbecue sauce. Absolutely. Um, so, so you're so you're going. Uh, you play D tackle. You play D tackle your whole life, I imagine. Well, I mean, I've only started playing football for the past uh, three years. I'm going to my third year of football. All right, make me jealous. Don't you hate people that are this talented? Yeah. So there's a few guys I know like that that just. Oh, I'm gonna play for my CJ team. Well, wasn't Junior Luke like that when he came on the show? He's no, like, yeah, I just he just started playing, but he started playing seriously when yeah. he got to CJ. Yeah, Junior Luke. Uh, do you know Junior Luke, uh, Tristan? No clue who that is. So he played for he plays for Montreal now. Actually, he's in the CFL, I think, right? Yeah, he's in. Uh, he, he's at. He was at Calabang, and then he played. Okay. He was a first round pick for the uh, Vanc- BC Lions. BC Lions, yeah. Had yeah. a workout with the uh, New York Giants as well. He, oh wow! Uh, yeah, he's a, he's a big boy and he's super fast. But he was he was telling us that he didn't really take it seriously until he was in CJ, and we're like, oh okay. Yeah. So there's athletes, and then there's me. <laughs> Not athletes. Not athletes. <laughs> I try to be. I try. For sure. For sure. Um. So, like, given that you're just starting now the, the university game, we all, it's been up in the air. RASEQ and, and university football have been sort of on the fence about what they're going to do with this season. Um, any thoughts from you as to uh, what do you think will happen and uh, what have you heard regarding precautions that are going to be taken by university uh, clubs? Uh, so, as precautions right now, uh, we like I'm training a lot with Concordia. We do three runs a week, and basically how it works is that uh, we're on each side of the field, and we're all five yards apart. So, like, I'm on the 20, the next guy's on the 25. Um, so, we do our workouts like that, and when we do runs and all that, it's always in a straight line, so from sideline to hash mark. Uh, so, we have to keep our distance. Uh, we don't have access to our weight room uh, in the school, which is kind of unfortunate for the people who don't have those gym memberships, so we're yeah. doing that. Um, so as precautions, that's pretty much all we can do. I mean, like we don't get to like dap each other up. We don't get to like, you know, break it down properly. So everything's like a lot from a distance. Mm-hmm. Um, as for the season, nobody knows anything. Like it's, it's 50, 50 right now. Like, how do the, uh, the scene, I mean, I'm sure you've had the opportunity to discuss with some other players, but how do the seniors feel? Cause you, you still have full eligibility ahead of you. How do the seniors feel about, uh, sort of the potential that they may not have their final season? Well, it's, it's like getting robbed. It's like this this thing that you thought you had for such a long time is now gone all of a sudden. So for them, it just it really sucks because especially the CFL prospects, they don't get that extra year of tape. So they don't get to like show off their skills to maybe potentially go play the professional level. So like, you know, there's some guys that are 
kind of like désespéré, like they have no hope. And it kind of just sucks to see them like this. But I read somewhere on the internet uh, that U Sports is over, like they're going to reanalyze the, the eligibility rule. Yeah, okay. They, okay, they have to. I think they have to at this point. Well, I was reading at one point, and this refers to the NCAA, so I'm sure it, uh, it applies to uh, U Sports as well. Is that it's actually like a like a rights issue that if it's like it has to be equitable. So if yeah, if they'd remove that eligibility for things that are beyond the control of the players, it it's not an equitable practice. So therefore, uh, they they need to visit that. The, they need to revisit that rule for the the upcoming season. I think that yeah. the uh, people sometimes they just try way too hard to make all these rules and keep it safe for the players. Just let them go through it. I mean, all these all you guys are young, you guys are healthy. You know, yeah. what I mean, if you do your tests and if you know if you're clean, you're clean, or whatever it is. You you know you you the five yards between each each person. Okay, I understand that. Uh, no dabbing, no breaking it down. Maybe I can understand that too. But at the end of the day, no there Oklahoma is, drills. No that's Oklahoma, good. I mean, <laughs> I think that's good for everybody for just general <laughs> brain health. That's which follows up. Which oh, to, always. That's I was gonna say. What's your favorite drill in camp? Uh, Oklahoma drill. Oh, well, on tape, it's it, it's Oklahoma drill, but uh, <laughs> natural practice, I'd say it's just <laughs> smooth. Honestly, just where it's at because one on ones is rigged for offense. Offense yeah. always wins on ones. So uh, a scrimmage. I mean, I get to do what I got to do. Yeah, scrimmage is best. A lot of guys like talking to quarterbacks, running backs, the quote-unquote skill positions. Personally, I love the big dudes. Best. Um, offensive line, defensive line. And the question I ask every time we have alignment on the show is, what is a cheat day like for uh, for you, Tristan? Oh, a cheat day? Um, well, first, I, it starts with meat because I'm a plant-based type of guy. So okay. uh, I don't I don't in meat very often. So you're, I would say plan, for me it's – uh, Hundred percent, yeah. How long like, has it been? All the way. Um, I actually started uh, a bit before the pandemic. I was doing a nutrition class in CJEP, and you know, I watched the Game Changers documentary. And for me, it was just like I'm not against like I, obviously I'm not doing it for the purposes of like animal abuse and killing animals. I'm doing it more for like clean energy, like losing that unnecessary weight, having clean blood, and just like. You know, with all the statistics that came out, like, I just want to have a healthier lifestyle. So, as an athlete, like, my body is my temple. It's a very white girl thing to say, but, <laughs> like, it is. It's true. Like, you got to take care of yourself, especially if I want to go to the next level. Like, I want to do that. So, cheat day for me starts with, uh, I'd say. Like a pound two. of bacon. <laughs> a pound of no, straight I, bacon. I don't like bacon. That's oh, one God. thing about me. You're breaking my heart, dude. What are we going to do with all this right, guy? Tristan, thanks for your time. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, no, in all seriousness, uh, Five Guys is my oh, go-to. Yeah, I Standard. get uh, two double cheeseburgers, fully loaded, a fry, a milkshake, and that's like my stuff. Do you get the Cajun fries or do you get the regular fries? Oh, oh shit. Yeah, you got a lot of stuff. So uh, we, 2019 Hot Sauce Sports Guest of the Year, Marco Bruyette. Is mm -hmm. a plant-based guy. He's one. Of, he's a very good friend of mine. So I like Salouette. He played for yeah. He played for the. He played in the CFL for nine this years. Broadcast now, right? Yeah, he's the he's the uh, color guy for the Alouettes games, and um, okay. and he's plant-based. And I always rip on him for being plant-based. But the guy looks great. Yeah, everyone. <laughs> so I was gonna say most yeah, guys who are not plant-based look like Terry but and yeah. I. <laughs> uh, most guys who are plant-based look uh, like Tristan and Mark Briette. That's it. Uh, one is a former CFL player, and one is a CFL Eric hopeful. So yeah, exactly. Maybe we're wrong, Terry. No, no, we're not. That said, I bought a brisket today, so uh, make sure one, to rub it well. Yeah, always, always rub your meat. Um, 
The uh, Tristan, I I spoke to you before the show, and you mentioned that you're a big office guy. Yes. As Huge. are we? Like I've I've watched the show like ninety times, like all seasons ninety times. Too. Who's who's your favorite character? Dwight. Nice. Okay. So this is what we're gonna argue. <laughs> so, I mean, not I love not telling you exactly where I was going with this. So, uh, not that I don't mind. I like Dwight. Dwight was one of the best characters in the show. To me, most underrated character. My favorite is Kevin. Kevin is by far the funniest human being I've ever seen in my life. You know, he has a podcast about the Office. I now. I heard. Yeah, yeah, I heard. So I'm gonna start listening. to I was that. listening to. I've been actually listening to the uh, Office Girls podcast where they go episode by episode. I don't and I'm rewatching, but I'm not binging. Like I listen to them tell their behind the scenes stories of the show and like they'll interview people that worked on the show yeah and then i rewatch it looking for the things they point out which is kind of fun so even after all the times you've watched the season tristan you're still a dwight fan i found like he got annoying after all. i feel like he has the most range as a character like he can be super serious super funny like kevin he's just always the dumb guy in the office yeah. he's <laughs> yeah. the chili he's the guy who dropped the chili, man. The chili exactly no, like, I, thought, I thought we're what does a meme mean? But, like yeah. dwight has the most range as a character and i feel like he's the funniest and also He's like the character who's the most consistent throughout all the nine seasons, that's even though Michael point. left in season seven. Okay, mm-hmm. so we've debated this actually for a long time. Uh, that's where I thought you were going. Yeah, are you pro uh, Pam and Jim? Pam, are you pro Pam or pro Jim when it came to when he was moving? He he moved to Philadelphia to become. So a I'll give fan. I'll give the context. You're pro Jim, right? I'll, I'll give the context. I, um, I was saying in having rewatched the show for several times, my final my final analysis was. Jim was just absolute sweetheart, great boyfriend. He was. Uh, Pam, basically, um, look, he loved her and works for them, but she kind of took advantage of him at every turn, didn't consult him when she sold the family house, uh, gave him shit for following his dream, even what though he supported her. Yeah, the last no, season. She absolutely. Sell the house. She did. So well, they can move to Philly. Well, she sold it so they can move to Philly. But without consulting him, it's his parents' house. But so he what can if he follow his summer house in Scranton. Scranton, I have to deal Scranton, with Scranton the electric city. The time. So, it's yeah. the electric city. Okay, so let's let our guest chime in. <laughs> um, pro gym all the way. I mean, there we go. <laughs> pro gym. That's it. I'm going plant based. I'm, I'm not. It's not Justin. It's not like I'm not anti gym. Good job, peace. It's not. I'm not anti gym. It feels. It feels like you hate him. No, no. I'm a big gym guy. I love the practical jokes. I love the relationship with him and Pam. It was very sweet. Yeah, but you were cute. cheering for St. Louis in that Stanley Cup final. I was yeah. for sure. I was cheering for St. Louis. We 100%. had to we had to cheer Boston because we hate we hate Pam. So, but why hate Pam is my problem. Is that obviously okay? She went to the art school. She did her whole thing. He supported her. Jim's a great guy, but why but hate her? But was she supportive when he first went to open his business? Well, she was a little selfish, I will say. But then she opened up, and she opened up, and she moved to Philly. Plus, like she let him on for like two seasons. She kissed him on casino night. I don't know, Tristan. What do you think? And then pushed you him think away. I, you think I'm over exaggerating? I think Pam's a player, and I think she's just trying to leave Jim along. Man. That's it. I think it would, if they if they like remake the office and it's like a new crew and like there's like the old hens that yeah. come now and again, we'll find out. Pam and Jim got divorced because she found herself a new gym. <laughs> so okay, so follow up question: Who's who's the who's your favorite female character on the show? Like best looking or you know most attractive, whatever you want to say. Female character. Yeah. Um, Angela. Angela. Yeah. Low key, Angela. Right. Yeah. I. I. Jan. Jan's for me is number one. Uh, Jen? Yeah. She's so, yeah. To- she's so toxic. <laughs> <laughs> she is, but she's, I find her sexy. I find her very hot. She's very powerful. You know, she's a little kinky, as we saw on the, those pictures. Yeah, that dinner. Vacation. No, I was... <laughs> I you're, still, you're totally dressing up as a girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still, I still uh, cheer for Karen when I rewatch the episodes, hoping that she, he'll choose Rashida Jones over Pam. 
No, just saying. She, she's Any Meredith? No? Going once, going twice? <laughs> Unfortunately not. I feel like Tristan's a Meredith guy deep down. A what? Meredith guy. What's a, what's a Meredith guy? <laughs> <laughs> Meredith, the redhead, the one that the... Oh, Meredith. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Meredith is... Uh... Interesting. Interesting. She's uh, she's not high class, I could say. Okay, there you go. But she 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 chugs those cigars, man. Like she, I have a cigar on my lunch break. It was probably one of the funniest lines I've ever heard in my life. I, I like to have a cigar on my lunch break. Who does that? Who the fuck does that? So Tristan, what's next now? So uh, you guys are going through your mini camps. Um, yeah. Um, so you don't know you don't know a date. Um, what are, what what are they telling you in terms of how to prepare or you know do your workouts at home and stuff like that? What are what are your coaches telling you? Um, the way our head coach uh, Brad Collinson uh, explains it is uh, okay. prepare like it's a season. That's it. Like it's uh, that simple because you know if we lay off a bit and be like, oh, prepare to maybe have a season. If a season does come, we're not going to be ready. So yeah. you know, like the buy-in of the team is crazy. Like we have guys all over the country. So, like, we have guys in BC, Alberta, Saskatchewan, and, like, even those guys, they're training all together on Zoom. Uh, the guys who are in the Montreal area, everybody's pulling up rookies, vets. Like, it's everybody's all in because we're all hoping to have a season because, you know, right now we're the only province that has a potential season. So, it's just all in. There's a lot of, there's a lot of studs that come out of Concordia. I mean, I went, I got uh, invited to a training camp at Concordia and was quickly dismissed. I got invited for admission to Concordia, and I went there for four years. <laughs> I went there for three years and left. Um, but just to say, Concordia <clears throat> always brings out uh, some excellent talent. That just that it hasn't panned out when it comes to championships. Um, do you, are you hopeful? I mean, obviously, we know the answer you're going to say, but what, are you hopeful in the next couple of years? Why are you hopeful? Why are you hopeful for the next couple of years you guys win a bowl? I'm not going to lie to you. I don't think uh, we're that championship-caliber team. Um, I do think though that we're like with the years of recruiting and like, you know, it's a, it's a whole new coaching staff. Like it's, it's a whole new coaching staff. So it's their second year. Um, I do think that we could do it at a certain point in the next three to four years. We just need to bring in those key guys. I do think though that we could like make it like we win that first playoff game and then we win the Dunsmore and then like we're going to the semifinals. And I think it's going to be more realistic to go up like that. I hope one day that, I can win a Vanny Cup with Concordia. That's always the dream. But it's also about being realistic. I think that uh, the mentality on the team is championship caliber. We just need to now like well, it's get a, it's, it. a, it's a whole new mentality too, right? Collison's coming in for his first year. So, yeah. I mean, it's, well, a, whole, it's, it's a, a whole new year. I think uh, it's second year. Yeah, second right, year, yeah. yeah. yeah so, like, so Collison's coming in. He's changing the, the mentality. Uh, one question I have for you. I mean, the advantage that Concordia has over some universities is you can keep your name unlike some <laughs> other schools. Um, so I have a fun question for you. If they yeah. gave you the power to name the McGill team, whatever you wanted to name them, right? And remember, you're a Concordia Stingers athlete. What would you want to name the McGill team? I would, I would just shut down the team. There you go, fuck that shit. <laughs> I like they it. don't deserve to have a team. Why would a, I only one, one town, one team. Listen, as a guy who went to both Concordia and McGill, Concordia. Can, oh, excuse me. I can go ahead and say... Uh, we can go ahead and call them the McGill douchebags. McGill douchebags. Go con you. Go con well, you. if anything, actually, to answer the question seriously, the McGill scholars. Ah, right. right. That's not bad, actually. I mean, like, I mean, you're still going to school them in GPA, right? So it doesn't really represent them. But anyway, you can also go. Uh, you can also go McGill mummies because they have them at the Red Path Museum. Also because that school just feels ancient. 
It does. It, is. it does. Yeah. So, w- Pease and I went to Concordia. We both studied history. That's right. What are you going to be studying at Concordia? Rec- I'm doing a specialization, a specialization in recreation and leisure studies. So, it sounds like gym. Swimming pool man. I will say, no, no, but I will say, I will say, um, I took one rec and leisure course as I thought it was going to be a blow off. And I had to do so much reading for that class. I regret it so much. It was on a, a specifically heavy workload too. I was just like, I hate this semester. It was terrible. So like, good luck I'm, with that. Good luck with that. I'm a big school guy though. So for me, it's not an issue. Like I love school. I live for it. Awesome. Like, if if you guys a- don't play, there's nothing that's going to change in terms of like curriculum or anything like that, right? If anything, it's just more class time. It's online. Uh, it's more time for me to study and get a better GPA. I mean, with four classes and a full uh, athletic schedule, you take out the athletic schedule, I can make money and I can get a better GPA probably. But And, on, and not only that, I mean, you can get ahead of your classes too. You can take all the heavier classes now and then slow down later when you're taking exactly. football more seriously. Right? Exactly. Get rid plus, of plus you know what? Um, you know, provided the social distancing is kept, college parties, drinks are plant-based. So, uh, Tristan, remind me, I'm going to get you a teacher. It'll for sure be easy classes. His name was, um, oh man, he would never show up to class and you're, you're, the papers you would need to do were the most boring papers. It's a, it was more, it was an elective. Terry, what are the chances you think this guy is still no, teaching? No, he is. He is for okay. sure. He, was, he had tenure. Okay. So he's still it teaching. was, uh, he was a French name, but he taught like a, like a kind of like a history, political science class. I'll get it for you. And I'll send it to you. Okay. It's a very easy class. You'll pass it for sure. And it's easy, easy credits. Now follows up, follow to my question. If you weren't playing football, what would you be doing athletically? Uh, jitsu Oh, okay, I, uh, that's what I wanted to ask. I got my blue belt in jujitsu uh, before I started football, and uh, like jujitsu really took the side for me because when I started football, I went like 110 percent into it. Yeah. But I'm a huge jujitsu guy; like I love it. So, um, when I, I don't know if you know this, but I'm a brown belt in jujitsu. Okay. And I've been doing it for 11 years, and I started doing it when I, as soon as I stopped playing football, and I yeah. was like 260 pounds back then. And then when I started doing jujitsu, I went back down to like 205 and jiu was legit That's probably super. the best thing ever which school did you train at i was at uh what's the name in bravado and uh okay. i have the I have this thing up there it's uh yeah bravado on tasho well it was on tasho but they're moving i don't know where yeah yeah i know but... the school it's a good school we know a few guys actually that uh, that train there it's a very good school i uh, i have to admit i uh didn't know the acronym so when you wrote bjj in the text <laughs> I thought it was blow jobs jobs. So it's like when a blow job grows up and needs to find employment, they get a job. So that's what I thought you were referring to. As it turns out, it's Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So I was very wrong. So you're, you're actually, how old are you now? You're 20? Yeah, I just turned, I turned 20 in May. So you're lucky that you started jiu-jitsu at that age. I started when I was 23, uh, which is okay. still a good age to start at. And um, it's, it's the best. Man. You, you know it. You caught the bug. And uh if football doesn't if football doesn't work out, or when you retire, I think jujitsu is probably the best thing for athletes because it keeps you competitive every week, and yeah. uh, it's such a hard training. I haven't trained for four months because of COVID, but I'm dreading going back because I know that the young guys at the gym are gonna fucking annihilate me. Hmm. Annihilate me. I mean, I only did jujitsu for two years, there you and go. Uh, yeah, so it's uh, Ronald Rudin by any chance? Who's that? I'm looking at the history profs. No, no, it's it's uh it's Guy something. Guy. Gee something. Oh jeez. I don't but know. I'll, I'll find it. Not I'll on their Tristan. faculty, so I don't know what the hell you're talking. Did about. you make up I'll a fake? No, 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 no. Hire, hire a guy yeah. to play a teacher. I'm gonna find out right now, just because you guys are making me feel <laughs> stupid. Well, Tristan, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for all your time. Thanks, uh, 
Stay safe, stay stay healthy. Terry, can you tell us who this interview was brought by? This interview was brought to you by Mike's Barbecue Rub, MTL.com, the best sauce in town. Uh, Visit Mike's Barbecue Rub, MTL.com, and use Hot Sauce 10 promo code for 10% off on all individual bottles. And don't forget to rub your meat, Tristan. I always rub my meat. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Tristan. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Tristan. Appreciate it, bro. Bye. This show is brought to you by Mike's BBQ Rub, home of the best rubs in town and La Sauce Barbecue Sauce. Peace. Just like Rubber Craft, I can't resist a good rub down, and Mike's Barbecue Sauce is the best rub down in town. So visit Mike's BBQ Rub, MTL.com, and use Hot Sauce 10 promo code for 10% off on all individual bottles. That's Hot Sauce 10 for 10% off. And don't forget to rub your meat peas. That was a great talk with Tristan. He's a good dude. Um, love interviews like that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Just really down-to-earth guy. I uh, hope to have him on again. He's a good guy. Hope when he makes it big, and he will. Because, mm-hmm. you know, as soon as you become on Hot Sauce Sports, automatically you become a professional athlete. That's yeah, like your, your Madden rating goes up by six. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean... I mean, comedian friends are starting to open for big acts and everything. Yeah, exactly. Athletes ben, are getting recruited, big contracts. Yeah, look look at it. I mean, Shaquille Finn, when he came on, he won, he, he won a second belt after that. Okay, Akeem came on. He got a spot in Vancouver. Opening up, made good money, a lot of exposure for Akeem. I think he opened for Sugar Sammy actually last week. He opened for Sugar Sammy last week. It's a sh- I really can't I was wait supposed for to go. I, I was going to buy tickets and then whatever because I didn't know Sugar Sammy was going to be there. And then when I logged in to buy tickets, it was sold out. So I messaged him. He's like, yeah, Sugar Sammy, as soon as he put it on, it got sold out. But I had seen him the night before at the next to my house. Akeem's mm-hmm. the, the best. Among other people who have found success. Mark, Marco Bruyette. Uh, won 2019 Guest of the Year at Hot Sauce Sports. Yeah, and he's on TSN. And he's on TSN right we now. We take full credit, even though it happened before he joined the show. And if Namara is also on TSN, that wasn't because of us, but just wanted to say it. Uh, I'm sure he gained one follower because of us. So mm-hmm. That said, Russ Amber hasn't improved his status. So. I mean, uh, you got to come on. You got to come and on. And we'll talk. Uh, Eagle, it's time. You know what time it is? Yes. I, 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 yes that's why I told you it's time. What time is it? Rapid fire time. I hate you so much. It is rapid fire time. Threading the needle. Dwight Howard has some doubts about modern medicine. As you guys know, he's a registered doctor, of which I am lying. So, yeah. <laughs> Let's take it I was like, do I believe in vaccinations? No, I don't. That's my personal opinion, but no, I don't. That's so, the analysis in this break is. Unbel- is it's unbelievable. I, I have mean, a couple of things. I don't know why he isn't. He doesn't have 19 TED talks about why vaccinations are bad. So first of all, first of all, let's lead with: When did medicine become a matter of belief? When did you go see a doctor and he's like, "Your arm's broken"? You're like, "Nah, fuck it, I don't yeah, believe fuck you. you. I don't believe you, man." No, nah, arms don't break. Arms don't break. <laughs> Dances break. Break dancing's cool. Um, no, but the thing is, Dwight Howard. I can't wait for him to retire, just so all of the truth about Dwight Howard comes out. He is a lying sack of shit. You think so? Oh, I know I know some stuff. Oh, really? I know some stuff that's not substantiated, but NBA players will talk Just say when it. he's retired. Just say it. Absolutely not. What? Uh, what? Well, WTF Washington. DJ Swearinger releases text where he was threatened by Jay Gruden. Uh, just another story about Washington. I know we talked about it a lot, but hey, more after, stuff to pile on. After Jay Gruden was caught like picking up chicks at a bar outside, smoking a cigarette and stuff. Nothing surprised me with this guy. He threw that, that. I saw that. I'm like, this guy is off the rails. And now he's the jealous guy of the stripper that he banged. And now the DJ Swearinger probably banged the same one. He's threatening him. Didn't give him playing time. 
It's it's fucking. It's actually the funniest storyline in the history of sports. I How think, long do you think a jealous fight? coach? How long do you think a fight between DJ Swearinger and Jay Gruden would last? Oh, I think Swearinger mops the floor in with three Jay seconds. Is yeah. it, he beats Masvidal's record. But Jay Gruden's nephew, John Gruden's son, is an MMA fighter, so maybe he calls him in and proxy fights. Oh, Swearinger. tag team. Go WWE style. Oh, who does Swearinger so, bring in? Who does Swearinger? That was exactly <laughs> what I was going. Nick Vern- Cannon? Vernon Davis is kind of shredded. First age yeah, especially. but you're talking about size differences. You got to go with same weight classes, though. Same weight class. Okay. So I'm going to say, oh, wow. again. Good job, Pease. And right on the electrical equipment. So no, that's okay. Nice. We're good. Good thing electricity, electricity doesn't electrocute you. That's true. Thank God. Um, I don't believe in science, though. So, so swear, who would Swearinger pick in a fight? Eagle. Eagle? Yeah. I mean, do we know someone small who can actually fight? I know a bunch of guys. I mean, he's got to reach me first, right? So he's got to lean down, which puts the center of balance off. So <laughs> I can get him in the knees. So Eagle and Jay Gruden versus Swear. No, sorry, Jay Gruden and his nephew versus Swearinger. And we'll take a, like another U- uh, upcoming mm. UFC. Unless player. we go Steven Seagal because he looks like he could be related to the Grudens. That's a very so good point. Fire with fire. That's a very good point. So, can, yeah. You can go with Fauci. Oh, Fauci. That's a good call. Well, Fauci, he, and Fauci would be better to fight against uh, Dwight Howard. Yeah, that's a good point. All right. Uh, out of bounds, after coming back with a noticeably beefier, beefier body, uh, Bryson DeChambeau has his run-ins with PGA and network partnership golf. officials. I love golf. So, uh, roid rage, golf rage, I don't even know what to call it. So, DeChambeau is a fucking prick, man. Yep. Can I hop the fence and hit it from the other side? It's touching the line. The boundary is... No, no, no. It's touching the line. The boundary is the inside edge. Dude, you're, you're, you're kidding me. So you're, you're saying that even though... Oh, so if you had a white post right here, even if it was on the back edge of the post, so you're saying that I don't believe it. Can I get a second rolling, please? Thank and now they're bringing in the guy, Slugger. The, 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 the rules guy, the rules official for the PGA Tour, his name is Slugger? Can I hop the... He is a fucking beauty. This yeah, guy. absolutely, beauty. absolutely. So, 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 Bryson DeChambeau is is basically shooting himself in the foot here. He is the most unlikable person I've ever seen on a golf course, which is filled, which is a sport filled with pompous, entitled guys, douchebags. <laughs> yeah. And this guy is the biggest. Couple of things. First of all, I liked him two weeks ago. If I dribble a ball on the out of bounds line, what happens in basketball? You're out of bounds. If um, if your line is on your foot, if on in football, the line, I touch the line with my foot, and my inbounds are out of bounds. Why would it be different in golf, bro? Because he's Bryson DeChambeau, and that hole, he ended up shooting a ten on that hole. Well, but, but that's the thing is, you took the, you took. I shot two nines today. You took the, <laughs> you took the moment that's that's me. the most honestly. Golfers are the least relatable guys just because of how good they are at a sport that pretty much everyone sucks at. Every, I always tell people when people ask me, "Are you good at golf?" I say this. Everybody sucks at golf. Yeah. There's literally four people in the world that don't suck at golf. Even people on the PGA Tour suck at golf. Yeah. So nobody is good at golf. You have a moment. You have a moment here where you can actually be likable. Instead, you just turn into a pompous douchebag. And this comes off two weeks weeks ago when he ripped a cameraman for doing his job. Yeah, for filming golf. For filming him, having a reaction. Nobody, they they want ratings to go up. Bryson DeChambeau is a guy who everybody's watching because he can drive the fucking ball 420 yards. Because roids. Because of. Yeah, most likely. The guy put on 60 pounds in five months. The guy's, he's an anomaly. An anomaly. To be fair, some of it does look like donut weight. Yeah, he's a little pudgy. Yeah. He is pudgy for sure. 
and but he's got a lot of power and for, to drive the ball 400 yards every time he is he should be the guy that everybody wants to watch but now nobody yeah. wants to give a fuck about look, him he, he, ruined he checks all the boxes he gets pissed off yeah he misses shots yeah he's kind of fat bryson we need you bro he's basically you. happy gilmore he's, basically, <laughs> he's a not nice version of john daly uh, got wood? Question mark. Yes. Uh, I do. Sports reporter Darren Ravel quickly removed a tweet as it was pointed out that he missed the fact that there is an early quarantine meme in the background of it. So some of the MLB facilities have been doing little people in the background. So see if you can point out the oopsie in this picture. It's it's like in where's case Waldo? You can't see it. In case you can't see it, let's just make sure you can see it. <laughs> Eggs is zooming in. Listen, I think I think the 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 shirtless black guy in the sea of old white people, <laughs> I think uh, we're gonna be able to see. Um, it's it's like where's Waldo, but it's where's Wood. Where's Wood? Uh, this time it's not about Eagles Love Life. It's about the fact that Wood the meme uh, appears in uh, City Field, ready to watch a Mets game. Guys, first firstly, how did the Mets not? Think this was gonna happen. Secondly, go cool, obviously because it's the Mets. Yeah. Secondly, um, how did Darren Ravel not know this was an internet I sensation? Think, I think Darren Ravel knew, and he's 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 gotten to the point now where he used to not know, and now he knows. He's like hyper aware, but yeah, knows it's co it's content. For he's him. trolling everybody. I think he's accepted. He's the like the the heel of the internet. I think he's accepted his role as the biggest loser on Twitter. And last Fuck rapid fire for today, gone fishing. Uh, so on one ben of Simmons. their off days, the San Antonio Spurs blew off some steam <laughs> and go. went fishing. So here oh. we have a little bit of footage. No, I do not want to log into oh. Twitter. Let's oh try God. it again, shall oh. we? We need no, to fix this. Oh. We need to fix this. Why don't you just automatically have it logged into Hot Sauce? Because mm, it doesn't work that way. Why not? What am I watching? So nothing happens in this clip, Terry, but the reason I put it the reason I put the clip in the script is this is the last ridiculous, stupid story we're gonna have to cover. Cause sports are back, baby! Sports are back! Fuck the Spurs fishing! What's the Fuck story? Ben Simmons not being able to throw fish into the water. Sports are back, baby. What's the story? That's it. Sports are back. <laughs> You've been Terry, I've been Peas, you've been Eagle. You've been listening to Hot Sauce Sports. I was going to say the name of the professor. What, oh, what's the professor's name? Jean Bello, but he retired. Oh. See, I told you. A's, A's, his name was not Guy, by the way. I thought it was Jean Bello. I'm racist towards French people, apparently. Please don't admit that on the show. Mm -hmm.